Hey, you guys, and welcome to Sip That Tea. You have me, Takesha, Kayla, Natalie. And today, what are we talking about, ladies? Stress and depression. Uh, <laughs> how it affects us, how we cope, how we prevent, all of those things. I am honestly glad that we're actually talking about this because I really feel like this is something that definitely hits the nail on his head. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say this. Do not be offended by anything. I really want you guys to take this advice and utilize it. Um, in the black community, there's not enough talk about mental health awareness. Um, as black women, we're always told that you have to be strong. You have to keep going. You have to um, not cry, especially with black men. You can't cry. You have to keep going. And I feel as though this creates a lot of pressure on us from kids all the way into our adulthood. Like mm-hmm. we're not able to deal with stress and we're not able to notice the signs of depression and or stress. So before we get started, some of the signs that you are stressed out and or depressed um, is one, you have depression or anxiety. Depression is a cause from stress. So let's just get that right there. Um, anger, you're always angry, you're always irritable, and we always say that black women are always angry, right? We hear that a lot as black women, mm. we're angry. Quite often. We're stressed. <laughs> Feeling overwhelmed. And again, I just said that, trouble sleeping, mm-hmm. um, recent thoughts, consistent worrying, problems with memory or concentration, and making bad decisions are all signs of stress and depression so ladies have you noticed a sign in yourself what are some ways like how have you like been able to change it and what are like talk to us my main thing was the angry part i was always flustered always upset always just like huffing and puffing but i had to pinpoint what were my you know weaknesses And it goes back to routine. It goes back to having a schedule. I have multiple children who go multiple places in the beginning of the day. Like right when you wake up, we're rushing and getting kids ready. Things are not where they're supposed to be. And then I have to also come back and clean up and do certain things. So um, trying to build build out a routine has helped me tremendously. And also asking for help. I was one of those people that believed that, yeah, I'm superwoman. I can do it on myself. No. No, 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 no. And I had to actually get to that realization the hard way. Yeah. The very hard way. <laughs> I don't know um, if you're going to comment. <laughs> so, um, ever since I've done that, I've seen a tremendous change in myself. Just having more time to, to myself, basically. My mind is not racing. Because you might not be doing something, but your mind is stressing or thinking about the next thing to do. Right. Or what, didn't you do you you were supposed to do this yesterday and it didn't get done or you you know it's just a lot i started writing things down i started pre-planning my day i started getting my kids to do because that was one of the things that i wasn't doing i i will come to my husband and be like hey i need you to do this while i take a couple minutes to myself in the bathroom take a hot shower I know I said this this before, but I really do see a difference in you. Like, y'all just don't know this girl. (laughs) Let me tell you. I be looking at her 
Like her just being frazzled would just stress me out. I would just look at her. I'd be like, not today. Listen, <laughs> but you can really see that change in her because she really has taken the steps to like really, you know, take the steps to organize her day, take the steps of saying, hey, I need help, delegating tasks to not only her children, but her husband as well to make sure that not only is her household, but her life is just set. And I feel mm-hmm. like that. It takes, like, someone could tell you all day long. Right. Because I feel like I was that person, like, girl, stop. You need to no. do something. You need now. to stop. Like, now. I cannot. I was like, I take naps daily. You need to start doing that. But no, like, it really takes you, like, it, it takes you to get to the point where you're like, okay, this is not working for me, and I need to do something else. So I really think that it was, like, really, really brave of you to um, do that and, you know, take that step. But it took me having a panic attack where it was like a, near, I want to say near-death experience, but it was something that I never thought that I could experience because I thought that I had it like that. Like, I, I had this. You know, I was able to manage so much. I'm the person that people come to when, you know, they need something managed or taken care of. So I was carrying all this weight and was not aware of it. It was just... One day when my body and my mind was just like, up, oh, sis, no more. Like, and then from there, I just, everything changed for me. Like, it really changed. Everybody has been saying the same thing to me. So I know that was probably like my awakening moment where I'm just like, okay, no. I, I In my mind, I'm envisioning me as this person, but everybody around me is saying that, no, this, this is mess. Like, you cannot right. live like this. It's not healthy. It's not right. You need to do something. So... It all came to head for me when that happened. So, Kayla, how about you? Like, have you dealt with this? Like, what are some, what were your awakening signs for you? Um, shoot. I mean, I try to not overstress, but, uh, I guess I kind of, I don't call it a panic attack. I know what anxiety feels like. I started having, like, high anxiety and... Sometimes you just feel like you want to just break. Like, you can't do anything else. Like, nothing is going right. Don't bother doing anything else. Just chill and... Or not chill, but because by then it's like I'm ready to cry or drop to my knees and pray. Like, it, it's just different ways to kind of deal. I know my uh, my signs are my blood pressure, headaches, uh, cold sweats. Shoot, I don't know, but... Oh, my. Oh, yeah. It it gets really real. Like, when I'm about to go spend money, I call it dollar bet it. (laughs) (laughs) It's called dollar bet it because you get in the store and it's like, yeah, I really want that. And then, like, ooh, that's $357.66. And I'm like, ooh, my hands are sweating. She be trying to pull the the card and the money up to something sometimes see and she knows okay she does saving money is so (laughs) not stressful my my tell like i literally before i decided to be a housewife you guys know i worked a lot and i it took a minute because i was just so used to being so wound up so having high blood pressure you know was normal to me right and it took me I literally had to go to the hospital. My blood pressure was like stroke level. It was 200 something over 100 something. Like it was extremely wow. high. 
And I was working at a nursing home and they was like, well, you're going to have to stay at the, ho- at the hospital. I was like, I have to go to work. <laughs> and my husband said, you have to do what? I right. have to go to work. Like, what? how many times do I have to say this? I have to go to work tomorrow. My daughter has a, a concert tonight. No, you're going, like, if you don't want to stay in the hospital, that's one thing. But we're going to make sure you're okay before we send you home. And you're going to be home and you're going to relax. And from that day forward, my husband had always made it a thing for me to just take time out to for myself. And I had it taken amongst myself to say, okay, I started taking off sick days. I used my sick days. Like at least twice a month, I would take off from work. And it was around the time I knew I had, okay, like how my schedule was, like I would have four days off, like, you know straight and I would have to work seven days seven days like that so I would actually take two days so I would literally have off six days that whole week and I would utilize that time just for myself just for my kids just for my husband and with my kids they're always into different activities like all of my girls are in bands I had to do band concerts I was PTA president of the PTA I had to be in meetings I had to talk to the principal I had to do this like girl scouts basketball this and that like and don't get me wrong like I love my kids you know their ambition and wanting to try different things and we've always encouraged that but I had to say you know what I cannot because it was getting to the point where I would just find myself just crying. Yes. And if you ask me what was wrong, I don't know. <laughs> and my husband would just give me food. Because yes. that would make me happy. <laughs> but no, that's just I where exactly I was. And like, you know, now, you know, I, I dealt with insomnia and it's getting better. I have to take melatonin, but I refuse. I refuse to take um, depression medication. But I will see a therapist. And I feel like that is so important to just have someone to just talk to. Sometimes I don't even have a full sentence to say. Sometimes I spend two hours and I go over my time. Because I have so much that I have to get out. Mm -hmm. But I have learned to relax. Say no. Mm. To sit my ass down. Well, I'm still learning that. Um, <laughs> but just to know, you know, not all money is good money, and it's okay to just turn mm. down. You know, even now, it's okay for me to say, "Do I really need it? Like, I right. want the money, but do I really need it?" So yeah, that's just my experience. So Kayla, what information did you find? Um. Well, according to the Cleveland Clinic. Some physical symptoms of stress include aches and pains, chest pains, such as feeling like you're having a heart attack, exhaustion, and like you said, insomnia or trouble sleeping, Mm. headaches, dizziness, or shaking, high blood pressure, muscle tension or jaw clenching, stomach or digestive problems, weak immune system, or trouble having sex. Hmm. Heavy. That's never been a problem for me, but... No, but still. Food, I'll eat a lot. I'll eat, and I'll be sleep, I'll sleep all day, but I'll be still tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a sign for me. Like, when I know I'm like that, I'm like, okay, it's time for me to make an appointment to my therapist. Mm-hmm. And I can be mean. 
And a lot of people don't really, well, everybody sees that side of me. But <laughs> if I am stressed or if I'm depressed, I am so irritable. I just do not want to be bothered. You cannot mm-hmm. come near me. Right. Leave me alone. And not all the time do we realize that we're stressed, but it's like everyday stuff. It doesn't even have to be like life or death. It can just be little stuff. Yeah, things can go your way. Right. I think the most important thing that I'm trying to learn is that things are not going to go the way you want it to go. Yes. Mm. And done is better than perfect. That is what I'm learning. That is what I'm learning because I have a hard time of not getting things done the way I want it done. And I have to realize, okay, like, you know, I think we talked about this before about nagging and stuff like that with our spouse. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to learn I cannot nag to my husband to do something a certain way that I want it to be done. At least it got done. Right. You get what I'm saying? At least it got done. And then delegating tasks like chores is a mess with kids. It's not saying that I can't do it, but it it alleviates things for me to do, have yes. to do. Mm-hmm. And it yes. takes the stress off of me. Especially I, if they're able to do. That's right. another thing. Like I got told, um, this is so funny to me, but I got told, you know, I'm a housewife. Why am I, um, why are my kids doing chores and I'm a housewife? Because they need to learn how to be responsible. Or why does my husband, why is it that my husband, because we have our days, so when my husband is off for four days, mommy's off the clock. And I had someone literally say to me, he has a full-time job. So do I. Right. People don't think, but being Inside not, like, seriously, right. People don't realize, because I didn't even realize, it was so hard to be a housewife and to own your own business at home and not right. have nothing yes. to fall back on. Like, people really don't get it. It is so stressful, and it is so hard. It is hard. You have to literally have self-control. You have to really motivate yourself. You have to be your own boss, and you time still have to, like, ma- exactly, time management. You still got to make time to make sure your house is done, your laundry's right. done, the kids' homework is done, dinner is cooked, because I get, you know, people think that they can say what they want. Most of the time, I just look at them. But people <laughs> will literally try to put their input, because if you know me, you know, I will cook every single day. Now, me not cooking lately, it doesn't mean my husband don't like my food, because trust me, my husband will be like, can you make... Or whatever. But his whole thing is, you do not have to cook every day. You have a bank card that I put money in just to make sure that you can order whatever you want. Those kids got food in the freezer. They can take out, put in the microwave. His mother even had to tell me, Takesha, why are you always cooking? You don't even make simple meals. You want to make four or five course meals. Why are you always cooking? Like, she literally (laughs) brought me an air fryer. So, like, like, I'm serious. I'm so serious. Like, if you really know know me then you know that and there are people who think they can put their input and i feel like people's inputs and people in the background right. are what stresses people out sometimes and you don't even notice yes right. keep your opinions to yourself and live, live your life that. Yes. don't try to dictate <laughs> my life okay yeah yes. so with that being said there are people that will be like you ain't cooking today no uh-huh. Brew river is cooking for me tonight <laughs> the hell <laughs> 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 I 
I just feel as though, you know, as women, you know, we really have to learn to mind our own damn business, number one. Number two, live your life. Number three, don't worry about what nobody else got to say. I had to get to that point because that was another thing that stressed me out. I would always try to live my life to reach everybody else's expectations. And when it came to mine, I was so empty. I was so upset. Mm. I was so stuck. I was looking for everybody else to give me the answers to move. Right. And I absolutely had no way of dealing with life or myself. I had to learn. I had to learn. F you. Respectfully. Yes. And, and disrespectfully sometimes. sometimes. It's sometimes disrespectful. Oh, yes. oh, yes. Depending on who it is. But I know they don't mean any harm. It's just some of them don't mean any harm. Some yeah. of them are just a pain in my ass that I don't talk to. But some of them don't mean any harm. That's just who they are. But who you are, you need to stay over there. Right. Because right. what works for the Harringtons works for the Harringtons, okay? Right. So, that's just me. How about you, Natalie? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting to the F right. part. My cousin and my mom have told me that I have gotten worse over the past year. Worse meaning speaking my mind. I am no longer, I'm not a bucket. I'm not holding words for nobody. It needs to be said. It's going to be said. Sometimes Can't I don't even need to be sad. Sometimes yeah. I just look like seriously. Recently, <laughs> recently, someone said what they said, and I just looked at them, and I walked away, and I said, "Well, that's you. This is me." And I walked away. Right. For the simple fact, it was more of a respect thing because I know how my mom was about came. to get mm-hmm. real disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was more of a respect thing, and it was more of you don't know any better. Your age does not matter about anything. You you could be 70 years old. You mm-hmm. don't know no better. Right. And I'm just going to keep it moving. I'm not even going to give you that energy in mind. That I, energy I, I, could be used to somebody else. <laughs> just tell you or explain myself or to speak my mind can be used on bettering my mental health or my mental right. stability. So I'm, I'm gonna do that afterwards. I'm gonna break you off with these words. That's me. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna have a kumbaya moment with myself. <laughs> sis, you got it all out? Yes, yeah, sis, I got it all out. Like, like no. I'm not there. I literally she told did. Mom, and I will tell you that Natalie is like that. Like, seriously. <laughs> I called her. Like, I'm, I'm gonna tell you that. I literally called her to give her advice for something. I'm not gonna go into the situation, but I'm gonna say I called her to give her advice. The situation was brought to me. If the situation was never brought to me, I would have never picked up the phone. But the situation was brought to me, and I was technically in the middle of it. So I was like, okay, let me call Natalie. I called her. I was like, hey, how are you? You know, I start off like that. Then I was like, you know, here's some advice. Here's what worked for me because I'm going to tell you what happened. I told her the situation. She was privy to it. She knew what was going on. And I gave her, okay, I know you're not like me. I know we're different. Very different people. But here's some advice. Maybe this will help you. Girlfriend said A through Z in less than 25 seconds. (laughs) I'm looking at the phone. I'm looking at the Bluetooth on my car. I'm looking at the phone again, looking at the road. I know she ain't talking to me. Put that on mute. Okay. I have two options here. (laughs) 
Because I'm the kind of person I'll hang up on you. But I was like, you know what? I'm trying to be a better person. You know, my, oh my I'm gosh. trying to be a better person in life. I I may not make it to heaven. At least let me make it almost there. So <laughs> let me try to be I let her say what she said. I said, okay, bye. She called me maybe two, 20 minutes later to apologize. I'm still looking at the phone. I'm looking at the Bluetooth. I had to Are have you okay, a- huh? <laughs> I really did. I had to have a come to Jesus moment with Jerome. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I feel right now. <laughs> but yeah, she is like that. She will tell you and whether then, she's wrong or right. She and will then tell I you. I will cry by myself and still keep my like my face like yeah, I said that and what. But I'm getting better. But one thing I did say to my mom and my family now that you know they're getting accustomed to the new me. Is that for us to have peace, we need to have war. So sometimes it is better to let things be said because we have a lot of family inside drama. So we're always tipping toes around each other, you know, not telling the other exactly, oh, yeah, you did this to me. That's why I feel that, 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 that. Oh, I don't talk to my family. And so... That's a whole other That's why I'm just like, it needs to be said. Whatever's going to happen after that, if we're going to, you know... Whatever, then let it be there, and then everybody can move on with their lives. But we're not gonna sit here and be fake cordial. But or saying what you just said, not mm-mm. to cut you off, but sticking to that of saying what needs to be said and moving on. I feel as though you can say what you need to say, move on, but that doesn't mean I need to be in contact with you. Oh hell! And I feel as though <laughs> I'm saying what I need to be saying. I feel like in a black community and black families it's more uh especially when you're dealing with children and adult situation or mother and daughter situation there's a lot of toxic ass shit going on in black families and more of it is adults feel like they're always right they can say and do whatever they want and there's nothing you could say about it there's nothing you could do about it you have to just deal with it and i feel like that's some bullshit and i'm gonna say that because dealing with my own situation, I'm not going to put it all out there, but I don't talk to my family. And at this point, I don't give a shit what kind of narrative they put out. I don't mm-hmm, care anymore. Mm-hmm. I have come to terms of being okay. With being the black sheep. With being a black sheep, but being okay with accepting the fact <laughs> that I'm not your cup of tea. Right. That's okay, because guess what? You ain't my type of shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Listen, right. it's Okay. <laughs> Okay. You can say, I forgive you and cut people off. Right. And I want to make that clear because a lot of people till to this day, like I have not spoke to my family for a few months now until this day, people will be like, you need to like forgive them. But I have, I have, because if I did not forgive them, I would not be able to carry on with life. When I tell you when all this stuff happened, I literally stayed in my bed crying, like crying tears because like, I was so hurt. I was hurt. But then I had to like really think to myself like, this is not the first time. This is not the second time. Right, right. This has been going on for years, but this will be the last time. Right. Because I will no longer give you access to that. I wrote my letters out to everybody who was involved, and I'm done. I forgive you 
for whatever the reason is, you treat me the way you treat me or the way you, you deal with life is the way you deal with life. I can no longer be a part of that. Right. And I feel like you have got to set some standards. You cannot allow anyone into Protect your space. Your you gotta, and yes, that's my that saying part. all the time. I cannot control nothing else but my peace. Mm-hmm. When my peace starts to shrivel up or it it is it, bothered, you got to go. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. You gotta go. And I feel like once we, as a whole, as <laughs> like seriously, because we always want to fix everything. We always want to fix stuff. We always want to fix a relationship. We want to fix a person. I am not a doctor. My heart is I am not God. I am not Jesus. I am not Jesus. I am not nobody but Takesha. I'm not fixing nobody anymore. I cannot do it. It costs too much of my energy, too much of my time, too much of my mental stability. No. Mm -hmm. Forgive someone, not for them, but for your peace. For you. Right. And move on. Move on can mean that y'all can go back to what y'all was at. Move on can mean y'all can set up a different relationship. Or move on means you can actually forget that they even exist. Right. Because somebody said to me, well, what happened if they die today or tomorrow? I'm sorry for your loss. I'm content. It may sound like I'm a horrible person. And at this point, I don't give a shit. But that's just where I'm at. Someone called me and said, oh, such and such is in a hospital. Okay. Wish them well. <laughs> well, and you're not bitter about it, and that's that's showing growth and forgiveness. Cause I'm getting to that place where, yes, I can literally say "f your life." Don't mean I hate, like you know. Don't want you something bad to happen to you. But if it were to happen to you, I give no fucks. Like I, I've gotten there, but it's new to my family hearing it because I've always been. Or try to be the peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, try to get to a happy medium, meeting of the minds. I'm no longer doing that. Oh, it's war? Oh, let's go to war then. And then let it be that. But see, that's the thing. I, I don't even have time to go to war anymore. I don't have time. Because this last thing that happened, time. you have no, like, okay. they have no way of contacting me. I legitimately blocked everybody from my life. I have no time. Like, my time. peace is precious to Please me. My mental is precious to me. Come on, pray. Lay I really had... <laughs> I really... But it took me forever. But I've never been... Contrary to belief, I've never been a confrontational type. Don't get it twisted. If I have to, I would go there. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that. I really... Like, if you hurt me, we can have a one-on-one when I feel like it. But nine times out of time, I just deal with it and I move on. I really, I it's rare that I really confront you. It's rare because I just don't feel like dealing with it. I don't because nine times out of ten, you're not going to accept your actions. Nine times out of ten, you're not going to see how I feel. Nine times out of ten, if you did that shit to hurt me, you don't give a shit about me. So why am I wasting my energy on that? It's not now. Don't get it twisted. When I need to, Takesha can go off real quick. But I'd rather not. Like, I'd really <laughs> rather not because I know me. And I know how far I can go. But I know, too, I know that feeling of when you're in a vibe, when your peace has been protected for so long, to go out of that element and have to switch back, it, it, it's a process. It, really it is. It is a process. So, yes, of course, I would always alleviate, try to, you know, avoid... 
having to have that. And that this is why you're happen. running. This is why you're running loose now. You're running buck loose now. She done got a taste of. She's running buck loose. Let me tell you something. I am not going to jail for nobody. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to jail for nobody. I I've always, even to this day, I will still respect them. I will still respect them as their title. Okay, as their title. To me, you know, when it comes, and, and I'm going to throw it out there. Everyone knows with my relationship with my mother, there is no relationship. I respect her as the woman who gave birth to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other than that, that's, that's basically why I won't go head to head with her. Because I know how I feel, even though I forgave her and I moved on. She said the wrong thing. I'm not going to look as, at her as the person who birthed me because the level that she has crossed, I'm going to look at her as a random on the street. Yeah. And it's not a threat or nothing like that. It's just how I am. And I know how she is. So instead of us both being cellmates. That <laughs> because what if that actually ended up happening? Like, and yeah. Kayla knows. Kayla, me that and Kayla grew part. up together. Okay. Kayla knows. So instead of us being cellmates, or <laughs> one of us, one of you is not gonna make it out. Um, instead of Bobby one of us snapped, <laughs> I can just eliminate the situation all in general, right? Just by just saying, you know what, you know, I'm done. Just me saying, I'm done, because you crossed the line. I'm done. That's the healthier way to go. Yeah, definitely. Now, other people may not. <laughs> but me, I had I had to because where it was at, where the situation was, it was just too much. And speaking of, you know, kids and their parents, I feel as though a big part of this, it starts with your children. You have got to teach your kids, you know, boundaries. You have to teach your kids, you know, to set standards for relationships, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, a mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. Uh, child father relationship whatever set standards that uh set boundaries and to also express themselves i hate the term of you're a boy man the fuck up stop crying i hate that like i remember when me and my husband started dating and he told my son to stop crying i said no what we won't do is that now don't get me wrong my son will be my son he is so malice, even though he's a boy. He's very dramatic as shit. There are times where I'm looking at him like, really? You're crying? Really? There are times he cries because he's hungry. But look who his mother is. Listen, but when he's going through something and he's upset about something, cry it out. There is not, like, I hate when people say you're weak for crying. No, cry that shit out. Crying cleanses your soul. Yes. I don't know how many of you guys ever like had a really bad day and just cry about it in the shower and you come out and you just feel so refreshed. Well, it was half the shower. Like that steam falling, the water, being in the shower is therapeutic. It it really is. And I will literally, like if I'm having a really stressful or rough day, like I will go in the shower and I would just cry and I would come out feeling brand new and I would just have all these ideas to solve my problem. Just like that. So I, yes. I would tell him, go in the shower, go cry it out. You can come out here, cry it out too. I'll help you, all that good stuff. But stop telling these men mm-hmm. to hold in their feelings because when they grow up, they can't communicate. 
They can't deal with life. They can't deal with relationships because you as a mother or as a father told your son to stop freaking crying. Stop it. And stop telling your daughters to deal with stuff because it's life. Like, no. Let your daughters talk. Let your daughters talk. Stop giving your daughters the weight of the world on their shoulders because of the choices you made in life. Learn to communicate with your kids and allow them to communicate back. And be okay. Like, if they come to you and say, I'm depressed, talk to them. Get them therapy. Stop thinking that therapy is just somebody trying to intervene into your life. Like, no. Have someone safe that they can talk to. And don't tell them, like I heard someone say before, go depress your ass and wash those dishes. The fuck? They can use a knife and cut the wrist. Like, it's not funny, but it's true. Like, there are so many kids today. When I was growing up, Kayla, did you hear about, we grew up together. Did you hear about kids our age killing themselves? But today, that's all you hear. That's all that's you hear. All you hear. Yes. And there's a reason for it. There's Social a reason media, for it. Social media foundations were too. different. Like, the grandparent was different. To raise the mother different, which raised oh, the kid different. Not all the way true. Not not for every family, most, but your grandmother raised you to yeah. be a certain way. Right. Is what I'm saying. Like right. they they were taught better or taught differently. Now nowadays the grandma's in the club with the, with the And that's the kids. problem. That's the problem right there. Girl. I didn't want to be friends yeah. instead of being a parent to your child. Like, girl, that's just that's the big problem right there. I yes. I just feel as though it starts young. Learn to you know when the pandemic hit, a lot of people didn't take in consideration of the children and how they felt. Sometimes going to school was their only outlet. You get what I'm saying? Um. I didn't want to take my kids' phones away because they missed an assignment, whatever, because I felt as though that was their only outlet to reach the outside world. Now, you didn't have your phone around the time you were supposed to do your schoolwork. I took your phone, but after you was finished, I gave it back to them because I just felt as though once COVID-19 hit, it was new for everybody. Mm -hmm. And a lot of kids were depressed from that. A lot of children were depressed from that. And instead of you telling your kids to shut the hell up and deal with that, I feel as though we should have been talking to our children and trying to understand, like, even though their concerns may seem minute to ours, because you're, they're not thinking about bills. They're not thinking about food. They're not thinking about jobs. Right. They're thinking about them, but their kids, what do you expect them to think about? Right. And not only that school was basically most of their time. They spent most mm-hmm. of the time socializing with their teachers, staff members, and other kids. I know some kids that were, you know, seniors who missed prom, who, um, regular graduations, everything was Zoom, everything was, so it took away a lot of those childhood memories that we, even as adults, we grow up with, we all, you know, we tell stories about, they will not have that, they will be behind the screen. Yeah. So I think that, I definitely, I think seniors though, seniors during 2020, it was a lot for them. Cause I couldn't imagine. No prom, no homecoming. You have a you have a younger son. Like, how did your son deal with COVID nineteen? Well, luckily for me, his daycare is a private, like nonprofit, state funded, whatever. So they never closed down. Oh, okay. Well, They've that's been good. open the whole time, unless a classroom had a COVID scare or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they would do two weeks to close down or whatever. But um. Yeah, he's been in school. I mean, daycare, pre-K, whatever, the whole time. So, um, 
I still do feel like even though he went to school, the stuff that he was used to doing when not in school was a drastic change. Like, we would be going on a trip right. here or on a trip there. And when everything shut down, I just feel like we sat in house for the longest time. So, even though he's young, I feel like he still felt bored, but he's the only kid, so the yeah, house probably always bored. The house is full <laughs> of stuff to play with. Like, you know, he entertains himself and he also has his parent that he talks to death twenty four seven. But um yeah. Uh I I don't know. I don't feel like he felt other than wearing the mask, I don't feel like he really felt the the heaviness of or the serious. I think another thing is like we're not vulnerable with people a lot. Like we don't really talk about like situations that really brought us to where we thought was like the end of the world. Right. Like I feel like we've all been there. Like and I've been there more than once. Mm-hmm. I remember one time, like the last time I really, really felt like this. I was like, um, I had just left my relationship that I had told you guys about before and it was to a point where I, I just felt like I couldn't be in this area anymore. And mm-hmm. so I had accepted a job, but then the job ended up not having me and was out of state. And I was like, oh my God. Um, I had money. I always keep money in my account. But I knew it wasn't wise of me to get a house or an apartment because I didn't have that steady income coming in. And even though I was applying and applying and applying, for some reason, nobody was calling me back. So I sent the kids to go live with their father. And I remember it was like the first week. Like I was like in and out of hotels, changing up hotels. And I remember just literally driving in my car and just crying. And there's this bridge in Philadelphia. It's like right before you get to um uh what is that? The um the sports arena, like where they do the football. Talking about Bank Franklin? Yes, that bridge right there. And I remember they was doing construction on it and I was driving and I just wanted to get out of my car and just jump. And then like seriously, and it wasn't the first time that I ever thought about that, but it was like that last time because I was just like, I cannot deal with this anymore. Like I was literally crying, screaming at the top of my lungs. Like I didn't get my kids to their father. I can't deal with life. Like what kind of mother am I? What kind of person am I? You know, my life is just like in shits. It's in turmoil. Like what the fuck? And I just remember, and it sounds crazy to even say it, but I remember hearing my aunt, and me and my aunt brother used to be so close. And I remember her saying, stop it. Stop it. That's all I kept hearing her say was stop it. And it freaked me the fuck out. Because I'm like, I'm in a car. <laughs> my aunt had passed away. I hear her. But I heard that, I heard her voice. For sure. And I remember hearing you're stronger than what you think. Stop it. And that next morning, I got a phone call for a job in Lancaster, and that's how I ended up in Lancaster for a job opportunity. And I ended up staying with my cousin for a month and got my own place. But I feel like if we don't talk about stuff, because people think they're the only people in this world going through think. something. Yes. I had, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I have a huge ass family. But the thing was, I had nobody to really depend on. 
And then the people I could depend on, I knew my business would be across town. (laughs) So I felt alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt so alone. Like, what the hell am I going to do? And I really just want to tell people, like, no matter how dark it may seem or how bad the situation is, when I tell you there is a light somewhere, it's coming. There is a light. But you have to do things differently. And that's why I learned to not put all my eggs in one basket and to always have time to just like really sit down and evaluate where I'm at, where I'm going. I literally do self-evaluations now like every 90 days, seriously. Like, what did I check off my bucket list? How am I performing for myself? And what should I do to better myself? I do those. It helps me. I'm weird. (laughs) That's not weird at all. So, like, did you guys ever have a time where you guys felt like the world was ending? Like, you just could not deal with it? Yes. Have you thought about suicide? Like, hmm, not necessarily how to execute it, but the fact of just, you just don't even want to be here to deal with whatever it is anymore. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, how did you get over it? Hmm. Like, did you have, like, I know you, your grandmother, your mother are so close. Um, see, but I know it's bad, but the one situation that really can come to mind was when I was at my breaking point with my child's dad. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to go to somebody that you share everything with about somebody that they don't really care for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hmm. And then all your friends have been there all along. They've seen it. They're like, you just need to do this or you just need to do that. So it's like, can't go there to talk about whatever because they're only going to tell you the same thing that they've been telling you. So it's like, what do you do? What do you do? And see, when it comes to relationships, that's why I do not give my advice to people with relationships. I have friends. No, she no tea if you listen to this. I love you. But I have <laughs> friends who literally will be going through something like a friend that literally will be her and her spouse are off again and on again. Do you, girl? Whatever makes you happy. At that point, you can't give advice because you know that they're going to go back. Right. I just refuse to give advice. And there are some girls that just, you know, some girls are in my life that will literally, you know, jump from this situation to this, but it's the same situation. Different men, same situation. Right. Mm. I refuse. If you're happy, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm not going to give you advice. I'm not going to tell you to leave him. I'm not going to tell you he's an asshole. I'm not going to tell you he's a dog. I'm done. Now, if he's cheating on you and I know he's cheating on you, I'm going to send you the pictures because I'm going to have proof I'm going to send it to you. But if you don't tend to do anything with that because you know my model, let him cheat in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> on you. A lot of times, the breakdown will come right when the breakthrough is on its way. Mm-hmm. Right. Very true. So I think for me, my wake up was I went to church and I had just been going through it on my own. Like, praying about it. Lord, just let me know. Like, show me the signs. Like, because you always want your family to be together until you get to the point where you don't you don't care. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter about that person anymore or whatever. So, the the assistant pastor or lay leader or whatever, we was up at the altar call. And, you 
know, she's from the, the holiness church, so they be doing the prophesizing and the laying their hands and the people be falling out and stuff. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't even get to see how much you know about. Like, so she's like, my child, she's like, I know, I know what you've been going through. Mind you, I'm not in the church spreading my business. Like, my grandma, she private. If something's going on, she ain't about to tell what's oh, going on. Oh, I know. Like, I know. <laughs> you're going through nobody else knows but this relationship that you're trying to get out of is it's on its way to being over just stay faithful like stay in your word but you know when you're not like really in the word it's like well gosh that means i got to start thumping the bible or you know whatever and i'm like i don't know i think that was my wake up because that was not her Mm -hmm. because she was none the wiser. That had to be the higher power or whatever giving her the message. It was like a, a messenger type of type of event. So I was like, hmm. Sis, she said, wake up. It's it's almost over. You feel me? Like just just stay faithful. So I think I I started going to church like more often. I, it was just like a a rebuild. Because, you know, when you're in a relationship for a long time, sometimes you tend to lose the majority of yourself trying to be that person they want you to be. That yes. part. So yeah. that was my wake up. Like, it, it brought me back. I started doing my own little social stuff. Like, I, it wasn't all about making somebody else happy because now you're completely unhappy. Right. Like, so it, it, I think it just turned around to, to be about me at that point. So I know all about the the breakthrough is like I just don't I don't want to be here to deal with this anymore but at that point I had a son and that really was like wait a minute did you hear what you said mm-hmm. because number one he's not going to be the parent that you could ever be I'm no shade to dads but mom is always going to be mom like regardless of Facts. whatever so yeah I just <laughs> kind of had a, a wake up point at that moment and I realized that it wasn't worth it like, just even if it was just replaying the past arguments, because, you know, we as women, we hold on to the uh, the thorns or whatever mm-hmm. is shot out. But just like, is this even going to get better? Is it ever going to be anything different? Is this really what you want? Like, you're, you've lost yourself or somebody else. It's time to wake up and do you. And here I am, you guys, because y'all laugh at me. For the thugging or whatever like that might not have been uh, what was supposed to come out of that but it was being over someone that you see yourself being with for the rest of your life mm-hmm. like you never thinking that you'll ever be able to love anybody else or whatever like and that was kind of where I was at that point and I knew that wasn't that wasn't for me like I, I brought hella stuff to the table I was the asset it took for people who loved me to let me know you stressing over something that is irrelevant. That's not important. Mm. That can be replaced. You can be happy. There are plenty of people out here. Right. Like, my, my best advice was let it go for now. If you let it go and it comes back, then that's one thing. But at least you'll be able to regroup. I think that was, like, a, one of the best pieces of advice. Yeah, it's all about making yourself happy. That stress, that stress will kill you, y'all. That stress will kill you. Yeah. Okay, and the then you'll be replaced. The cause of high blood pressure is 
stress. Stress. And the number one cause of um, African American women dying is yes. actually stroke and, and heart disease. And it yes. all comes from stress. Yep. So, Natalie, you ever been to a point where you just felt like it was just over with? Like, how did you overcome it? I've been. <clears throat> did you choke, choke up? Because <laughs> just thinking about it. Is, yeah, but I've for been, sure. I've been broken down and built up so many times that I, I have no choice but to think that or to have a growth mindset. You know, because I've thought of it only one way, like blinders on, tunnel vision, and then it comes crashing down. And I have no choice but to pick it back up and start over again. So with that happening to me, I've built this growth mindset. So after, I want to say about two life-altering like um, events in my life. You know, one happened with my father. That was like my best, best friend. And then his wife. And then being a young mother and stuff like that. Having church hurt. I'm being judged, being, you know, I had no choice but to rebuild myself. Like, having that bond with my dad broken up, taken away from me, it left me like, uh, like, where do I, what do I do? Because I learned, like, over the course of the years, you know, just being in the circles that I was doing, I was doing community health outreach that a father establishes a daughter's confidence, her image, her worth. That's where you first learn that, oh, I am pretty. My daddy says I'm pretty. Like, I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, no, my well, daddy said What happened this. to me? <laughs> my daddy's you, a crack. Somewhere within you, it came from somewhere. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I was born God, God sends it. Or was God. your, your, your Capricornness or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> God got it to you somewhere. I got it to had no choice but to be the person that I am now and that's some part of it just like Kayla says that um feeling of everything crashing down that has me like always wound up like no 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 this gotta be perfect this gotta be like but then I've only realized that hey what's the worst that can happen okay you do, you do the shit all over again what and you become better what and you do something else and that's so, what I had to learn yeah. yeah we all have to get to that space learn from your yes. mistakes for yeah. sure learn from your mistakes do it now, differently next time here's, here's my that's what I was about to say <laughs> yeah. here's what my saying is God will continue and or the universe whatever you believe in yeah you will continue to have the same lesson over and over again it's just oh like being in school you will continue to repeat the grade until you pass that test until you pass that level you could because i kept seeing it in my life why am Mm -hmm. i constantly having money issues i wasn't always smart with money why am i always like broke what the hell is going on and it was honestly different situation but same same story yes and i had to be like okay wake up call time to chat why was i having the same issues with men it kept going over and over and over again. And then, wake up call. Okay. Yep. Gotta pass I changed that. Yep. So, you really have to take in consideration, okay, I've been evicted five times. Not me, personally. Yeah, I've never been evicted. Hypothetically. Like, hypothetically. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's just clear that up before that rumor starts. Um, <laughs> hypothetically, <laughs> I've been evicted five times. My lights is off every other month. You have to learn to either, A, living within your means. Yes. Two... Yes. Money management. <laughs> Three. Something. Some resources or something. Exactly. 
So I just feel as though it's just important to communicate, to really be honest with yourself. And I think that goes back, be honest with yourself. If not, it's insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Exactly. There we go. I feel like the mental hospitals are, and I used to work in a few, they are so filled with people that are just like you and me every day. And it was a breaking point. Yes. It was a breaking point. They never came back from. And they never was able to come back. I honestly feel as though you have got to learn to say no. Yes. You have got to learn to set boundaries. You have got to learn to live by your standards. And you got to learn to be honest with yourself. And there's nothing wrong with venting. A- Don't bottle it up. Exactly. Mm. And that was my thing. I will always bottle. And I, again, yes, I'm a foodie. Yeah. I love food. And I emotionally eat. Yeah. My husband knows by what I'm eating if I'm happy, sad, or pissed off. <laughs> and that's bad. Even my children are, are privy to it. Like, But it's a don't. blessing to have someone who notices. Right. It is. And here's another thing. If the people in your life are not caring about how you feel. Get new people. Whether it's friends. Whether it's a husband. Whether it's a booty call. Whether it's your sister or your brother. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. If they cannot... Replace them. (laughs) If they cannot respect your emotions, respect your feelings, Mm -hmm. it's time to let them go. For sure. Just here. Your support is the most important. Like no matter how much you think that it's not. Exactly. I I hear this phrase all the time. Your family blood is thicker than water. That's not true. Not Scientifically, it's not true. Anyway. Family can be toxic too. <laughs> Scientifically. Family I can be toxic that. too. And if it's toxic in, in any way to your life, let you it go. You can respectfully say I'm done. Let it go. You know, or disrespectfully, however you are. You have got to understand that family is what you make it. Right. Facts. I honestly... You make family. Yeah. If anyone's seen my wedding pictures... Family is what you make it. Yes, because I was mm. missing from them, but that's for another podcast. First of all, whose fault was it? Somebody was late. And uh, I, I'm talking about at the wedding when I was slaving. I, I was didn't. nowhere. <laughs> we'll talk about that another day. Uh, but anyhow, if you guys see my life in general, you guys know family is what you make it. So and true. Mm-hmm. It's very true. It is okay. Like, I know it hurts coming from, like, I don't really connect with my father's side of family. It's probably like two people on my father's side of family that I really talk to. On my mother's side, it's my cousins. I have, you know, cousins. I have some aunts. Well, I had aunts that I, you know, connect with. And it's okay. I've learned to connect with my children. I've learned Mm -hmm. they are my family. They are my first priority. My husband is my first priority. They are my family. This is my family. The family family that you make. This is the family that I made. My friends, and I use that word not loosely at all. Right. My friends, I call them my sisters. They are my family. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's just where it's at, you know, and it's okay. Like, I had to learn to accept it, I had to learn to just let it be. Stop trying to force people to be who you need them to be, or learn to, to like you, or, exactly. right. or accept you. Accept you. you don't have to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Like, Takesha said, the most valuable thing, and I'm gonna use that too next time we have our family discussions. It's okay if I'm not your cup of tea, you ain't my type of shit neither. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
you say that? Like, I was, you know, I've been trying to put my finger on it, but she finally said the word. So now I know how to go into that situation. I should have trademarked that. <laughs> you still can. Yes, know, you still can. Don't try me trying okay. to steal my shit. My husband's working on trademarking it as we speak. <laughs> But yeah, seriously, it's a whole vibe. It's a whole attitude you got to have, a whole mindset that people, you want people who want you. And it's okay. It's quality, it's quant, what is it? Quality. Quality, not quantity. Yes. I would rather have two solid ass people. Yes. I know I could travel the world and back than to have friends looking at me in my face like, okay. Right. I'm not a circus monkey. Like, why y'all looking at me? Like, No. So, I've had to learn that hard lessons, they're the most valuable ones, because you never forget them. But, however, we all had to journey through a process to get to where we are. And I would say it's for the better. But we also chose to make it better. Mm -hmm. Because it's that constant need for, okay, I did it this way, it's not working. Okay, let me switch up. Change a variable. Let me do this. Let me do that. Because I'm trying to get to somewhere. But don't be discouraged that second time or that third time that you change a variable because right. you still might need to find out yes. what it is that works for you. Don't give up. Do not right. give up. Some people believe that they're not the problem. So I might have a problem with Takesha. Yes. Oh my God, Takesha. Da, 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 da. Then I go over here, I have a problem with Kayla. Oh, Kayla. Da, 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 da. Then I have a, a problem with the TV. Like, da, 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 the TV. Which means what? Okay, but What's I'm the, the variable. Oh, the <laughs> common me. factor. Like, exactly. You know what? In saying that, because... I had to do that as well. You know, sometimes it is you. And, and sometimes yeah. it's not a negative part. Sometimes, again, you're not their cup of tea. Yeah. Separate. Exactly. Separate yourself. And find and out who's okay. for you. Yeah. Right. right. Because, you know, who I am and the personality, like, I am so simple when it comes to things. I just, loyalty is like the top of my thing. You have got to be loyal to me all day, every day. And whatever package I come with, which is my husband and my children, you cannot think you're going to be in my life or my circle and right. you think you're going to talk shit about my marriage. Ah, it's got to be extended. You don't even know my marriage. You're barely even around. Or you cannot say that you're for me, but you're talking about my children or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Anything like, that I love. Exactly. That I don't so care about. about or or, or no. I'm, going, I'm going to war for. Exactly. Like, no, for real. <laughs> I, no. I mean, you really telling my life right now. I've really hit, and these are the sources of contention for me. If you really want to piss me off, go at my kids, go at my husband. I don't care if you see him out here. That's that's my business. That is my business. Not crazy, but he is my husband. I built this life with him, and I think we had talked about it before, where me and my husband, we've gone through learning so much that he's made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. I can thank my marriage for some really good life lessons as well and growth. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be here. And so I've had people in my family like, "Oh, why you had to go get married so early? That's a mistake. Anybody who gets married early, it's a mistake." Whole time they're not married. And tell them mind their Whole time business. they've never it been always married. Be the it's ones. because nobody wants them. They're <laughs> mad. No. <They've> never. <laughs> like, never been married. And the thing is, I I just had to Say, okay, yes, I know they love me. I love them. But this is not the person I want to be taking advice from on this type of subject. Mm-hmm. They cannot help me here. Right. Exactly. That and part. realize that and move on. That part. Well, that's another thing. You have got to, like, 
I think me and Javon, we have decided both to not include people into our marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was before we even got married. We had literally, in our relationship period, we had literally set those ground rules down. Now, it has been broken because I saw it was mom. And I know a lot of people look at me side-eyed, but if you knew his mom in my relationship, yeah. you'd be surprised that that's his mom and not mine. <laughs> because we are so close. Yes. And I will honestly say, if I'm wrong, she'll tell me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But if he's wrong, damn sure right. She's going to pick up that phone. And, and that's how it should be. She don't tell me. She will not tell me to pass on the phone. She's like, I'll talk to you later. And she's like, I love you and I'll talk to you later. And she, like, not even five minutes later, his phone, he, his phone was ringing. <laughs> and she is laying him out. Good. How dare you? Right. How dare you? That's a big problem these days. Not that that has anything specifically to... Well, it goes off of what you're saying. But these parents be sugarcoating the wrong that their kids do. Like, no. that creates stress in the future. Like, mm-hmm. for their, their future woman or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. moms and sons. Yeah. Get your kids straight now, honey. Right. Get your kids straight now. Cause, uh, but have we ever seen it with dads and daughters, though? Yes. I, have, I haven't. Personally, I have mothers and sons. I have. Well, I've never dated a woman, but I have friends, and I've seen it. And I'm like, girl, whenever your dad, like, oh, she can't, she can't do no wrong. Oh yeah, dads, good dads, yeah, that truly love their daughters that way. Yes, but uh, let's talk about some ways to prevent stress really quick. Um, Mm. How about meditation and exercise and tai chi and Muscle relaxation. Mm. Movement. Now, hold on. You talking about popping pills? No. No. Oh, well, Wait. You know, muscle relaxation. No, <laughs> not like that. Maybe like one of those. And then she's pointing to her arm like she's trying the, to speak oh herself. Oh, my, my muscle. <laughs> <laughs> this is my muscle. You know, man. okay. So, like, massages. Puncher. I know. Yeah. I massages. I just wanted to throw <laughs> that out. <laughs> because I somebody mean, is writing. Somebody's taking notes. And they were like, well, Kayla says. I, and I did. Not, no, not Flexoril. <laughs> one of those little puncher machines that you can buy. That's no, gonna... seriously, I do meditate. I need a meditation dart ball. And again, like, prayer is meditation. So for yes. my uppity Christians, listen, prayer is actually meditation, however you want to look at it. So meditating is really good. Or you can get on YouTube. And look up meditation for beginners. And yeah, let me tell you, baby, you get in your little spot and cross your legs Honey, and close your eyes. I like my so aromatherapy candles or my chakra that on too. stage. Yes. And when I tell you, I be, oh my God. For sure. Yes. So then that goes into taking care of your body, like eating right and getting your sleep. and. Me either. And getting your sleep, I'm bad about that. But, you know, it, it's one day on at it. a time. We're yes. Getting sleep. Yes. I tell you guys all the time, I take a nap every single day. <laughs> That's really important. Like, after they leave, I always lay on a sofa and go to sleep. I it lets your sleep. mind rejuvenate yes. and, you know, get it back together. But uh, stay positive and practice gratitude. Mm. And now acknowledge the positives part, in your day. Yes. Now, that was what I was about to say. It is hard when you're going through a storm. Mm-hmm. To really try to find a rainbow. Right. It really is. I will say what I've tried to do is, regardless of the situation, I'm like, okay, this was really, really bad. I acknowledge the bad, but I also say, well, this goodness was even better and greater than this bad. Yeah. Got to pick out the 
the things that that's just like having a list of goals for the day mm-hmm. and you did five out of the seven but you're so upset that you didn't get those other two done but you're not looking at the fact that you accomplished five right. out of the seven that's more than half yes, that part yes. You know, so don't be so hard on yourself because Even that can create stress. if you accomplish one task a day, it was better than nothing. Than nothing. Yes. Just sitting around not doing it. Oh, yes. I need to do this or I need to do that. Actually doing is key. But um, accept the things that you cannot control. That's big. Mm-hmm. Find ways to let go of the thing, like worrying about the situations that you can't change. That's big. Yes. Like, and I had said something about being nonchalant before. Like, don't be nonchalant just because you're being nonchalant. Pick and choose the things that you can actually make a difference with. Right. Don't stress over the things that you have no control over. Direct your energy towards things that you have control over or influence over as opposed to things that you cannot. And like Miss Ma'am said, say no to additional responsibilities when you're too busy or already stressed. Honey, Mm. let me tell you. I feel like I cannot. (laughs) I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> Honey, say you're busy. Tell them you're busy. Even if you're stressed and you're not that. busy. I'd be like, no, no. because, uh, no, because, um, uh, no. Some people, no, 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 no. some people have a problem no. with saying okay, no. no. I, I, was, I, that. Was, I was that, 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 that person, but I learned not to be. See? Because it yeah. was even more There's people pleaser and then there's It was even more, sh- don't try me. Listen, it was even more stressful trying to think of a lie. No. No. <laughs> like I literally made a whole announcement like a couple of weeks ago on my Facebook. I am not accepting any parties after June. Yeah, let you and live your life. Enjoy your summer. Now don't judge. Well, you we got know kids. Why. Yeah, we know why. You know, mm-hmm. I said from after June until until I decide. Right. And I had people inbox me. I was like, "Well, did you already book your party? Because right. I got party. I got parties booked." Into October, but those that already are already there in your there. schedule, they're done. Right, I'm gonna do those, but everybody else, um, I can refer you out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shame, no shame. <laughs> Lastly, we just said like surround your pe- yourself with people who support you like emotionally. Stay connected with people who keep you calm, make you happy. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. and help you with practical things like the little stuff that you can ask somebody to help you with. Like take that off of your list. Take mm-hmm. it off of your shoulders. That's one thing to be leery of, like stress. If you can't even ask somebody to do the most to help like, you thing with some nothing stuff, they're yeah. not stressful. They don't need to be. Around. They don't need to be around. Yeah. Like, um, well, here it says a friend, a family member, a neighbor, or a member of your church. Now, you can't always, don't, don't trust everyone. That's the thing, because let me tell you, let me tell you, I am a big advocate of watching who you bring into your home. I am, I know me being quote unquote a church woman, I will tell you, I believe in spirits and I believe that spirits attach to people. And I believe, you know, there are some practices where people have to take their shoes off outside the door so you don't bring spirits in the house. Now, with that being said, I am very weary of who I allow in my house. Right. Not only because of the negative spirits you might got on you, that's why I sage. And when people tell me they can't make it in when they have already came, 
I already know you got something going on, and I done saged outside and in my house, and that those people told you not to come. Listen, <laughs> I'm okay with that. I don't like to say less. Right, and, that's okay. Listen. Okay, hon. And on top of that, <laughs> I have to protect my Keep children's place. peace. Facts. And you are yes. not going to come in here with your rah-rah shit and my kids on a whole nother level. Right. And on top of that, I got a whole husband. Husband. And try me if you want to. Okay. Okay? I will be on snaps. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> so with that being said, don't trust everybody. Facts. <laughs> so, um, long-term stress can deal, like, hurt our physical our bodies like it can take detrimental effects so it, it asks when should i talk to a doctor ASAP. about stress ASAP. as soon Always. as yes when you notice any of the signs any of the symptoms when you Such feel overwhelmed headaches chronic headaches i would say yeah when you're using drugs or alcohol to cope when you have thoughts of doing things to yourself you can you can go to your primary care provider. You can go to you can call the that that part. Yes, always call them. Um, yeah. And here's the thing: I know the biggest issue, and I actually had to listen to my kids with this one. A lot of kids do not talk to family members because family members want to tell everything. Yeah. Now, when it comes to my kids, you guys see me on Facebook. I might post something funny that they said. When it comes to their personal life, I respect their privacy. And I know a lot of people mm-hmm. who like privacy. Who don't. Right. Kids, right, right. Right. Kids, even though they're kids, they're still human. Yes. They are have feelings. Adults. They have feelings. They have rights. They have rights. Exactly. <laughs> they have all of that. And you have yeah. got to respect it. For sure. Because you can't you can expect them to respect yours if you can't respect them. Mm. Or what's going to happen is they're going to decide that they can't talk to you. Exactly, and then a lot. This is this is exactly why a lot of kids are killing themselves. Yes. So if someone comes to you and say whether it's a child or an adult, and they come to you and say, "I am so stressed out," and they air everything out to you, that does not mean you pick up the phone and call the next Sally person. Yes. And like, girl, let me tell you. Didn't I tell you they was going such and such and such? Now don't get it wrong. We all gossip. Yeah. We all gossip. Like don't get it wrong. Like, there is a, a line. But there is a line. Yeah, there yeah. is definitely a line. What is it? A, a a listening ear is a a what kind of tongue? A running like, a running tongue. I don't know. Oh yeah, something. But people people just listen or or act like they're listening to help you sometimes just to be able to go and run your business back. Right. That part. So always always be careful of who you have conversations with, and. Don't look down on therapy either because they're there to be unbiased. Yeah, they're and there to listen. You don't have to worry about your business being yeah, talked about because that's their confidentiality yeah. agreement. Because they will get sued and they can't afford to be sued. Find a therapist. Free insurance, honey. Right. Look, go to the priest. You Catholic? And, well, that's, that's free. Thing I was say. <laughs> now, pastor. Let me tell you something. This is one thing I loved about my pastor, mm-hmm. uh, Pastor Fells. She is an advocate of therapy. She will tell you, and mind you, this woman is well known in the community. And all the way real. I love, yes, I love Pastor Fells. <laughs> Um, she, she really, you know, gave me that spiritual guidance and she really did. But she also told me 
you need mental therapy as well. Do not be ashamed of going to a therapist. Yes. So I had to do mental therapy plus spiritual therapy as well. Mm-hmm. And it really helped me. And I, I say this to say, a lot of people in the church will just go to their pastors or go to the church for therapy and you're not getting all the help that you need. Right. I, I get so tired of hearing, well, God is in the church. No, God is in you. Like, right. if you want to be real, yes. let's be real. We want to use scripture. You don't have to go to church. Let's right. use scripture. Okay. God. God is in you. And if God is in you, God is in everybody else, right? Okay. So, with that being said, God put everybody in here on this earth for a reason. He put therapists in this world for yes. a reason. Go talk to someone. He put that mental stuff in your head so that you can go and use the therapist that he created. And don't be Oof. afraid to tell a your story. Mm. Because let me tell you, like yes. I, I didn't even realize, you know, a lot of things I shot for my kids. My kids never really understood that, oh, mommy didn't have, because mommy always made sure that they had. Right. Like, plus one. Yeah. And I really had to have that whole conversation with my oldest daughter because she just wanted to know, like, well, why did we go sit with our father? Da, 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 da. And I had to let her know, like, this is what the reason was. Right. And she looked at me, and when I tell you, like, my daughter is, it's so me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. She just really, like, <laughs> reached over and just hugged me. The and respect. she was like, I she love you. that. Yes. And it really made my heart cry because... For the longest time, I resented that. You were fighting that within yourself. I felt like a horrible person because Mm -hmm. that's all I heard. My family knew about it and they would always say, well, you need to be a mother and stop worrying about this and do this and that. But to me, me being honest with myself, I do not want my children to see me struggle. Right. Yeah. I felt as though they have a parent. They're not on the streets. I don't want to see my, I don't want my kids to see me struggle. But sometimes kids need to uh, need to know what that's like, because then they get out on their own and they don't understand why it's so hard. Because mommy did that for us, right. they but didn't I just, see any of that. I mean, I get it, but I just felt like where I was at because it was like no way I could afford, you know, two rooms for them, one for me, one for yeah. them, or whatever, or dinner every night, eating out and stuff like that. Because that's different. I didn't go eat because I didn't feel like like I knew I had a budget my money. Yeah. To stay in the hotel for the rest of the week or whatever the case may be. And, you know, even though I was broke, I was so bougie as shit because I refused to stay in somebody's But sis, that's different level. <laughs> you struggling is not... I'm going to be homeless sleeping in my car, but it's going to be a Beamer though. Right. <laughs> like, making it happen for them is different yes. than not doing anything. Like, say you just went to the shelter with them. You're saying you couldn't have three bedrooms, but can you have two? Can you have one? Can you do something like as long well, as like, I wasn't in a shelter? I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't saying you. Oh, yes, I'm just saying that that was the, another just, option. You, you know the people are, uh, you know, of you trying to keep them. You know yeah. people are like, well, I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm not saying it's any shade. If you need to get out of your situation, go to the shelter. Go go to to the the shelter. shelter. There is nothing wrong with that. Yes, and, but don't. Don't be like, I don't want my yeah, kids to see me struggle. Was, yeah, not everybody was like, or had the options that you had. Yes. My thing was, I had the options, and I'd rather for my kids to be safe. And I'd rather stable. my kids to have yes. stability. Yeah, well. And, you know, my kids are a little extra. And I just wanted my kids to be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So, you know, instead of me having to wear to pay extra money for daycare while I try to find a job or whatever the case yes. may be, at least I could have them with her dad. And why they that's made what that the other parent is for. <laughs> at that time so yeah. that you could reap it. And now no matter how hard it was of, for yeah. yourself. Because that's normally, like yesterday, this isn't the same, but my son graduated from pre-K yesterday. Yay! So, we went, it was a drive drive up thing, and they're like, if you want to take your kid, you can take them, but if you're going to bring them back, they have to be back by a certain time. So, I was like, am I really about to take him for this hour, and then get him back, and have him upset that I'm bringing him back? Like, sometimes we struggle on what we, our personal stuff. That we feel is going to affect our kid this way or that way. But we're not thinking about it like from their perspective. We're thinking about it like, I'm like, oh, his face is so sad. I don't want to leave it there. He's going to cry. And I'm like, well, shoot. The rest of the parents is leaving their kids. Why do I feel bad? Right. So it's like, it's different levels to what they understand as a struggle. Like, I, I'm not saying I like the struggle, but I like the fact that my son and I are together. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. We're growing together. Like, yes. and I, I mean, sometimes you have to make sacrifices and do things that you don't want to, but it's all for the greater good in the end picture. Yes. Very true. So. Very true. Yeah. So, I hope you guys really got the gist of this, and I really want you guys to stop holding everything in. Yes. And know you're not the only one. Please Everyone get help. Suffers. Some, some of us suffer in silence. Yes. Um, talk to your children and really, really get into their heads and really allow them to voice their opinions and their emotions. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Let them cry, and you cry too. Like, literally, let it out. Yeah. Um, talk to someone. We cannot stress this enough. Talk to someone. Delicate tasks. Don't feel like everything has to be done by you all day, same day. Yes. Because mom, dad, auntie, cousin, piece. whatever. If you can't, if you don't have anything within yourself to pour into somebody else, then you what are you going to do? Right. Exactly. Yeah, I said this last time. I have struggled sure. with the two Ps. Perfection and procrastination. I wanted it done to my perfection, but I was <laughs> procrastinating the whole way through. So, which caused more stress. Because I'm self-talking like, girl, you should have done that. You should have yeah. did this. You should have did that. But then I'm doing something else that I should have mm-hmm. done. Don't sit that. and think about it. Get out there and do it. And do. Yes. And take time out for you. Yep. Take time out for you. Yes. Say no. Yes. Um, cut people <laughs> off if you need to cut them off. Family, friends, whatever. That, whoever. Toxic Be is toxic. Equal opportunity, cut people off. Unhealthy is unhealthy. Yeah. like, do you have such and such number? I'd be like, who? Yeah. <laughs> I have no clue who that is. And she really is. will. Like, I you would really think that she don't know who the person is. Like, ugh. <laughs> But that's a good way to be. Alleviate yes. that stress. Don't even assume the stress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Listen, it, it will help you out in the long run. I'm for sure. You. So thank you guys for tuning in. We hope to see you guys soon. Peace yes. out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>